All right, you're now tuned in to the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Podcast, episode 187. Is it time to push the panic button for the Lakers? The Bucks and the Nets had two back-to-back games that were epic. Should Giannis be in the MVP race? And my boy Kawhi Leonard's about to drop some bars. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew, give me that intro music. What up, podcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. You know where you're at. It is the follow-through with Clips and Drew, the True Players Podcast, brought to you by BasketballNews.com. It is big trouble in Little Staples. (laughs) Big trouble in Little Staples. And if you don't get what that means, you're just too young to be listening to this podcast. Do you get it, Drew? I don't. I don't know if I know. Big trouble in Little China? Kurt Russell, classic 80s movie? I know I know of that movie. Oh, it's one of the corniest but best movies of all time. I can't, I was really excited about that intro. I right? like you that. Know? Big Kurt, Trouble in Little Staples. But that's an 80s Kurt Russell action movie? Oh, it, it is so corny, dude. But in an epic, epic 80s movie, uh, you should watch it. I, I think I will. At some point. Uh, but you're, you're not wrong about uh, the Staples Center. I wasn't done with my intro. Oh, keep going. The time is ticking for the Lakers to make some moves, Drew. What is going on in Tinseltown? Uh, LeBron's out for the next three games, probably the most important three games of the season. You got the Battle of LA, LA against my boys tonight. Clippers, Lakers tonight. No Braun. Lakers are three and seven in their last ten. You got Portland coming up on when is that? Is that Saturday? Friday. Friday. So um, yeah, we have tonight. We have the Clipper game tomorrow. Portland game, and then Sunday Phoenix. So all three of those games vital. To try and carve out some room. Huge win against Denver, though. Like, you were impressed by that. But let's get into, is it time to push the panic button on the Lakers? Because, you know, the other funny thing is, Drew, is, you know, LeBron was all about the play-in when he was in the number one seed, in the two (laughs) seed. And now he thinks somebody should be fired. Yeah. What's your take right now? What are you thinking? (laughs) Is it time to push the panic button? What are you doing? No, I mean, it's not panic time. Um, Come on, Drew. No, there's no There's no panic. Um, because we're going to make the playoffs. We're going to make the play in or the play. We're going to make that. So it would be panic time if we were down in the, the golden state San Antonio realm of things, mm-hmm. but we avoided that while LeBron and AD are out. We got some growing pains as they came back into the lineup. Um, and you know, honestly, LeBron's like brief moment back, there was some good moments. There were some really awkward moments. LeBron clearly was just kind of still getting his legs back after being gone for so long. And then he goes out randomly uh, on a play that I didn't, I was watching the, the Toronto game and I did not, I could not tell when he messed his ankle up again, but clearly was not able to return and is now going to be out for who knows how long. Said three games. Right. They said three games, but who knows what that means? He could be back, you know, right after that. He could, they could wait until the first round or <laughs> until the first play in game. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not what I expected from Anthony Davis and LeBron when they were back. I mean, we we lost that Kings game. It's LeBron's first game back. It is what it is. And that that Toronto game, Anthony Davis got dominated by Pascal Siakam. I haven't seen somebody take it to him like that. Maybe ever. That was so dominant. I think Pascal ended up with like almost 40, 39 points and, and Lowry, of course, went off for 37 and was just hitting everything that he threw up at the rim. Uh, so you know what? Uh, fuck you, Toronto, for for showing up out of nowhere 
and and really almost beating you guys as well. They should have won that game. Yeah, but um, look, man, I'm I'm not one to panic on this because we still have Anthony Davis, we still have LeBron, and I believe in them when it comes time to having to turn it on. Now, it's not going to be the prettiest. I don't think it's going. I don't think we're in for a very pretty home stretch. Um, obviously, without LeBron, each one of those games that I mentioned. A huge, huge win, like you said, against Denver. I still can't believe we took we took that game. Uh, what a great performance. And that's definitely why I want to see Denver in the first round. We match up beautifully. See, I don't. We match up so beautifully against Denver. And shout out to Marcus Saul, who we talked a, you know, a decent amount on the last pod about you know his spot in the rotation. He came in uh, and, and was doing a great job after Drummond got into foul trouble. He's perfect against Denver. Yeah. Like if, if you see Denver in the first round, Gasol will get some burn. Our lineup against Denver is pretty fucking solid. But then I don't think you'd see him again moving forward if you guys won that series. Gasol. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, if we see if we see uh Gobert, uh, you know, if we get if we get Utah in the next round, for instance, like I do think he'll have his value um, for us in, in moments. I do. I think that's what he has to be ready to do. And, and hats off for him to, for, for taking advantage of that opportunity uh, in Denver. And really, I think he was a major factor as to why we won that game. Uh, but the next games for, for the Lakers are going to really determine, obviously, I mean, that's an obvious statement. They're going to determine what, what our outlook looks like. And we have this huge game against the Clippers. The biggest game is against Portland to create some distance there so that we don't have to at least, if we finish in the sixth, then so be it. We don't have to finish in the seventh seed. And then, of course, we got Phoenix, then the Knicks, and then we have three winnable games to finish the season against the Rockets, the Pacers, and the Pelicans. Uh, so those three make me feel good about like at least maybe getting some wins under our belt. Um, and if it comes down to the last game of the season, then so be it. I, I have a feeling that if if you know if we're forced to go into who's it against the Bells? Pelicans, mm-hmm. our last game of the season, we're forced to go into that into that game. It's in New Orleans. I got to think that Anthony Davis is going to bring it, and you know I would assume LeBron's back for that one. Uh, I can I can definitely make sure that they're going to give their hundred percent to not go into the play-in uh, game scenarios. But as far as panic goes, look, man, it it, it, it for me this is pretty obvious this run of games we're, we're playing as good as Anthony Davis is playing when he brings the energy, when he brings uh, his aggressiveness offensively, we're a different team. Um, and you know, again, we, we also have Schroeder out right now too, oh, uh, right, from COVID. health and health and yeah. safety protocols. So this is not going to be oh. an easy stretch. Um, but I'm not going to panic because it, it, for me, as long as we're in some form or fashion, if we fall to the seven, then you so don't be want to see Portland in a play-in situation. We don't want to see Portland in a play-in no. situation. No, of course not. But I think we would win that play-in scenario if if everyone's there. So I think that's. I'm nervous more that we're that not that we're you know going to be in a seven seed or eight seed or things like that. I'm more nervous that if we get to that stage, we won't have LeBron at 100. percent We won't have Anthony Davis at 100. percent That's the panic. That would be panic for me. But because everyone should be back and ready to go by that time. I still think we have a really good shot at getting this done. And we'll see. We'll see. I mean, tonight's a huge one going up, up against the Clippers uh, with no Schroeder, no LeBron James. It's going to be a really big moment for Anthony Davis. I mean, that's where that's where we have the advantage over you guys is in the post right now because you're shorthanded. You have DeMarcus and you have Zubat. Both playing well. Both those guys playing well, but we really should own the paint uh, tonight against the Clippers 
And then honestly, our defense is pretty solid. I mean, it goes, it comes and goes. It, when LeBron and AD were on the court, our defense has been not nearly as good as when they're off the court, which is just, I think, reflective of hustle and just energy and, and effort. Um, My so favorite saying. I would, I would, I would really hope that Anthony Davis shows up ready to try and win and, and honestly ready to drop, you know, 30, 40 points for us. Because I think if we're going to win this game against the Clippers, that's what he's going to have to do. And it's going to have to be a team effort. I have to. I, I want to shout out Kuzma, who's been really solid, um, having to deal with sometimes starting and sometimes coming off the bench. Uh, he dropped 24 points in that Toronto game and really made it as close of a game as possible, even though we lost that one. I'm starting to. He's starting. But I'm starting to warm up to him. I, I have to say something real quick because Luke Walton. I think he may have forgotten where his bread was initially buttered because he did his job. Right. He's beating Dallas, which is what we need. What we need, the Lakers need for the Kings to do. But then he comes and, and beats and beats the Lakers. And it's like, hold on a second, Luke. Like, what what is it that we're doing here? Losing to the Kings was the last thing that we needed. And I was really hoping that Luke was going to pull one out for the hometown team. Uh, so, Luke Walden, I'm a little upset. But continue to keep, please beat our rivals as you play them uh, in the closing stages. And the last thing I have to say regarding that Denver game, and hopefully it happens again tonight. Frank Vogel unleashed a very unique lineup. And I think it might be the lineup of luck. We started with zero, one, two, three, and four as the jersey numbers. Really? For our starting lineup against the Denver Nuggets. And we won. Just to give you an example uh, of what happened here zero, Kuzma. Caldwell Pope is number one. Drummond is two. Anthony Davis is three. And Caruso got the start, who is number four. I'm telling you that magic right there, having that lineup with those sequential numbers, there's something to that. I'm hoping it happens again against the Clippers. Did you notice and that if it happens again against the Clippers, I think I oh, think we're going to be in oh, for a win. Oh, please give me that starting lineup against the Clippers. Please bring that starting lineup. I don't know if we have us. anything else. Did they mention that on the on the telecast, or no, did they you didn't. just notice it? It's funny, man, because I, I when LeBron went back out with his injury and then we lost Schroeder, I to myself before it even happened, I was like, we have a good chance to start either zero through four mm. or one through five. Because uh, uh, THT is number five. So if, great. if Kuzma sat and we started THT, we would have had one, two, three, four, five. Uh, but random, random thought. Fun fact. Fun Drew fact. And I have, uh, I finally think I have a good Andre Drummond nickname for the Laker fans. It's been going around. Mm. Like what's, what's a good nickname for Dump Dr Andre Drummond? Dre Beats. Dre Beats. Dre Beats for Andre Drummond. Okay. I think it makes a lot of sense. Are you going to coin that? Are we coining I'm, it? On we're the coining show? it now. I'm calling, he will be forever known as Dre Beats, Andre Drummond moving forward. Um, the three through six right now is pretty much up for grabs. I don't think it's going to finish the way it is. You got Denver at the three, uh, Clippers at the far. We're actually tied for third, but, but Denver has um, the tiebreaker mm -hmm. with the Clippers. Dallas at the five. I want Dallas. Like, I'd like to stay like this. I'd like to stay four, five, Dallas. Just like you want the Nuggets, I want Dallas. Yeah. Um, it is a big game tonight, Drew. Yeah. Uh, it's always a big game. Always a big game when it's Clippers and Lakers. And I already noticed in Clubhouse and everywhere else, there's already excuses being being said. Well, then we have, we have I, plenty of excuses. That's fine. Yeah. Um, I want to finish the game strong, man. These next seven games, I, I just want to solidify that that – I think we can get the three spot too, Drew. I just don't want to see the Lakers or um, Denver. So the Clippers next few games, you're only one, two, three, four, five. You only have six games left. Six. The Lakers have seven left. That's the one thing we have. A, we have an extra game on you and Denver. 
after this game tonight against the Lakers, your next games are the Knicks, which is going to be a tough one. But probably if you if you're playing your game, you're going to win that. Toronto should be another win. Who knows? They they, ah, they took it to do. you. Uh, Charlotte, Houston, OKC. So you probably should finish. Like, there's a good chance you win out, right? Of those next five, including tonight, you can win the next six games in a row. And I don't think that's necessarily what's going to happen with Denver. So if we look at them right now, like you said, they're tied. Denver's upcoming schedule: they play Utah tomorrow, tough. Mm. Brooklyn Saturday. So a Utah Brooklyn back to back. That's tough. But then they ease up. They got Charlotte, Minnesota, Detroit, and then a very important uh, last game of the season against Portland. Uh, for Denver, I think that'll mean a lot for the Lakers is whether or not the Nuggets decide to actually play their starters or rest everybody or what, you know, whatever the tinkering they might want to do with that last game of the season. Uh, Portland's really good in these situations too, like back against the wall. Like we have to win f- five of the next six. Like they're really good at this. Um, I was really impressed with the Toronto game with Clippers Toronto the other night. And mm-hmm. Mr. Big, big government, Reggie Jackson was the key to all that. Like Reggie was phenomenal. Uh, Paul's been in a, in a little bit of a drought, a shooting drought. Um, but you know, the only two play and Pat Bev came back, which was huge for us. He didn't start Reggie started and I was perfectly fine with that. And I guess I didn't notice it, but you said that, that Pat Bev had to check Malachi Flynn. I didn't even <laughs> notice it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Malachi is a rookie for, <laughs> for the Raptors, uh, who had probably his worst game of his, maybe his life. <laughs> against the Lakers in the in the previous night where everything you threw up just looked like a prayer uh, that had no hope of being answered. Um, and so I think similarly he went into the <laughs> into the Clipper game with a little bit of a low confidence. But while he was in, Pat Bev checked in during a free throw. And I remember seeing Malachi just go be like, hey, like say what up, you know, I'm the rook, you know, looking nice forward to meet to, you, Pat. Yeah, look, I'm a big fan kind of a deal. And Pat just shut him down. From what I could tell from from reading his lips, he just said, don't talk to me. <laughs> That was it. And then Fred Van Vliet, I could see in the background just chuckling because he, uh, Pat Bev, of course, gave the rookie exactly what, what everyone expects out of Pat Bev in that moment. Hey, you said it, dude. Fred Van Vliet, man. I don't get to watch him enough. And I said this about CJ, and, and I'm going to say the same thing about Van Vliet. So, and even Chris Middleton. And we're going to get into this in a minute. But sure. these three guys are so underrated. Van Vliet is so nice, man. Like, I'm so happy he got his bread. Um, they got a nice unit there. But it's been a tough, uh, tough year for Toronto. So, anyways, I was stoked on the victory. I want to win tonight badly, desperately. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be a huge win for the Lakers if you could pull it out. But I want to talk about probably the best series of the weekend, which was our back-to-back. Actually, it was not back-to-back, but uh, Brooklyn and the Bucks. Yeah. Probably the best two games I've watched in a while, right? Yeah, it was great. Great two games, for sure. And... You know, Giannis and KD were just going off. That that first game with with forty nine for Giannis, 40. I just kept saying to myself, watching him, I'm like, okay, Brooklyn has absolutely no answer for Giannis. Correct, Nothing. zero. Yep. Blake had the hardest time in the world even trying to guard him. Yep. Giannis should be able to eat all day long. Yeah. Um, we saw he's getting a little more comfortable with that three pointer, and if they're going to give it to him, yeah, they're like begging. They are. They're begging for him to shoot it, and in both of those games, he hit threes mm-hmm. uh, and took them with confidence. I mean, there was one. I remember one play where he missed the three, wide open, short, got the ball back, <laughs> shot it again, missed it again, short. But uh, that's speaking to the level of confidence that he seems to be having in the three-pointer and that maybe Budenholzer and the rest of the coaching staff is like, look, it, it may be beneficial for you to at least pull one or two of those because God knows if you hit two, 
they're gonna at least take a, a half step closer they to you. Though. They no, weren't. and that I mean that's that's the smart play. And I I honestly think for Brooklyn, DeAndre Jordan is their best bet against Giannis. And he I think he does okay. He has to stay down. Uh, DJ get you know he he loves to block a shot. I think he gets excited when Giannis gets those pump fakes and he's doing his little pivots in, in the in the paint. Um, and he got you know got to the free throw line quite a bit against DeAndre. But I think he's their best bet. Um, and it was it was just really awesome on both sides because. Milwaukee similarly has no answer for Kevin Durant no. on the other side, right? So it, watching the defensive schemes and just different bodies that both of those teams threw at those two star players and watching them overcome the defensive scheming towards them was just incredible. Kevin Durant, man, how skilled is that guy? It's amazing. I just love when he's playing basketball. I love watching that. And to me, the best matchup and something I would watch all day long is Kyrie against Drew Holiday. Kyrie Irving, Drew Holiday, that's, that's primetime stuff. And Drew Holiday is bigger and stronger than Kyrie, and I think that really pisses off Kyrie because I think he he thinks of himself he has a bit of that maybe N- N- Napoleon complex mm-hmm. where he thinks he's stronger than than he is, and and he shows that especially as I've brought up in the past when he decides to guard people like Giannis um, just out of nowhere. <laughs> like I got so, him. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I got this. Giannis isn't stronger than me, uh, mm-hmm. but I I think Drew Holiday handled Kyrie about as good as I've ever seen a defender handle Kyrie in the last three or four years. He doesn't look that strong, though. Like, when you look at Drew, he doesn't look strong. No, no, but but if you look at him in comparison to Kyrie, he's got, like, at least an inch or two on him Mm -hmm. and certainly 10, 15 pounds, I think, of just muscle. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think think he did a fantastic job locking down uh, Kyrie. And, And I think the best job that I've seen this season, anybody going up against Kyrie... Um, I would love to see Kevin Durant and Giannis just say, fuck it. Like, I'm going to just man up. Like, KD goes, and, and it happened. KD it, can't guard him. It in the happened post, in though. moments. Mm-hmm. There was a couple times. That's the thing. He can't guard him in the post. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do think for the Nets, it makes a lot of sense to just leave DeAndre Jordan out on him uh, and then rotate, you know, the Jeff Greens and uh, Reggie Perry. Just start throwing bodies at him, fouling him, taking him to the line, making him shoot, the, begging him to shoot the threes. And if he's, honestly, if, he's, if Giannis is going to beat you by hitting threes, I'm I'm willing to lose that way. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. they were giving him like five, six feet, dude. Like yeah, not even coming. DJ out. was barely out of the key. Mm-hmm. Um. So and I, I just think I think that was so intriguing, and especially to have both of those teams be in like the two and three seeds sets us up for a really great potential second round matchup, um, uh, where they're gonna have to play each other in the playoffs. I'm here for I'm, that. I'm, I'm definitely here signing for that. up, and I think James Harden is gonna be a huge tipping point for the Nets uh, because while Drew can handle Kyrie pretty well and Giannis or, you know, somebody can guard KD a little bit, the third defender is going to have to be it's Middleton. Middleton. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think Harden's just going to just take him to school. I just don't think Middleton has the defensive prowess. And so maybe what they do, I just, I don't know how they would work it, but maybe they, maybe they put, Middleton on KD for a little bit and and try and do Giannis just Giannis body up on or Portis on try Harden to get Portis to get yeah somebody in there. I just I really I it's amazing to me how good Brooklyn looked against a Milwaukee Bucks team that was really hitting stride in, in in all their places without James Harden I think I think my hope is that everyone's back it seems like James he said I think yesterday Playoffs, that, yeah though. well he said he said yesterday that he's going to try and be out there before the regular season mm. finishes. Uh, but obviously Nash and them, they're, they're going to watch that like Hawks. And if he's not really 100%, I would imagine they're not going to get him out there until the 
the playoffs start. The, con- the concerning thing, though, is when Giannis is out of the game with Milwaukee. Yes. You're looking at their lineup, and it's just not enough. And, we again, we don't give enough props to, to Middleton, who's one of those players that's just so nice. Everything he does is nice. He's just as good as every, anybody else in, in, the, in the league. Um, but it's those four, five, six players um, down the line. Like if Giannis, for whatever reason, gets hurt or foul trouble, foul trouble yep. which he did in the second game, right? Yep. He caught three early. Yep. Um, and just like we said last week about Russell Westbrook and being desensitized to just his greatness and how good he is, and like this whole season, all this you know BS MVP talk, and like we're completely leaving Giannis out of it based on the fact that he's won uh, two, right? Yeah, two in a row. Yeah, two in a row. Um, and he's having as good of a season, if not a better season, than he had winning the MVP. So why can't he be in the discussion just because he ran, he won two, right? And he's played most of the season. Yeah, I, he's definitely missed games. Um, but, I mean, name a player, and most likely, outside of Jokic, they've missed some portion of games. It has to be Joker, right? Like the, For MVP? A, yeah, they want to give him the MVP. I, I think it's undeniable now that they've gone this stretch of games with without Jamal Murray, and he's still playing as well as he is, and they've won as many games mm-hmm. as they have after Murray's injury. I think that solidified it for me. I still had some question marks because I do think – and Bede's performance is deserving of MVP, but you you missed 18 games, buddy. Like that's that. Unfortunately, in a in a race as close as this for MVP, that has to be taken into consideration. And now, especially like I I think for instance, if this happened to Philly and Simmons went down, I think Embiid would still be doing the same thing that Jokic is. He would up his level of play. I still think he might be able to push them through and and have a winning streak without their second best player, arguably. But that ha- that didn't happen to Embiid. It happened to Jokic, and he's just the fact that they're still climbing <laughs> the seating where I thought they were going to be kind of five hundred for a little when bit. Jamal went out. Yeah, Jamal mm-hmm. went out, and then they lost Barton like mm-hmm. the next game. Um, so Austin Rivers is playing like serious minutes, and Compazzo's their starting point Baku. guard, and then Monty Morris is out too. He's coming. All of them are coming back though. Monty's right. coming back this week. But the, to 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 win those games. Mm-hmm. And you you're without your starting shooting guard. You lose your backup, you know, sac- secondary shooting guard, and you lose your backup point guard. And you're like, wow, there's no way this team should be winning games. Wrong. They're just they're just bulldozing through. Other than that Lakers trip up, they they've been amazing. So, do, do you notice Joker never dunks off the right foot? It's always super <laughs> awkward. He jumps off the wrong foot. Yeah. Uh, it's just so funny. He's like, getting used to dunking. Because yeah. he's he's always been so heavy that he doesn't really get a running start at the <laughs> he, rim. He can't time it right yeah, anymore. Exactly. He can't time it right. But it's just funny watching him play, and I'm like, dude, that's like the best player in basketball. That guy right there, which is so wild to say. Um, but no. But back to your thing about Giannis. Um, I I think his play is worthy of of another MVP. But there is this weird thing. And I mean, I called it right from the beginning of the year. There was no way he was going to win MVP. I still feel that way about it. It would have been, it, to me, it would be really interesting if he had also not missed a game, mm. right? Because then it's like, okay, look where the Bucks are. They're third in, in, in the East with two really, really impressive teams above them. But Giannis's numbers are just incredible. I just think because of the voter fatigue and because the NBA loves the new narrative, it's, it was never going to be in the cards for him this year. And that sucks, and it, and it has nothing to do with him. Mm. I think that's the that's the shitty part for Giannis is like he's just continuing to do what he does, <laughs> game in and game out, and there's nothing else that he can do. I don't think other than you know really start nailing threes 
that would have maybe jumped him into perhaps being a, a third time MVP uh, as far as three in a row. I mean, I still think he has room to win another one in his career, but certainly not this year. And I think especially now because of the games that he's missed, it's it's unfortunate for him. Are but they a championship team though? Like that's they, the big question. Can they win a championship? I think I honestly think these games over the Nets is, has to give them a shit ton of confidence. But of course, the asterisk is that there's no Harden on the court, right? So what what does that look like? <laughs> and and when I think one of the seven games, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe Kyrie sat this one out, but one of the seven games that the three of them played against was Milwaukee. I'm pretty sure. And that one came down to the wire, and Middleton missed a a, a three pointer mm-hmm. uh, with re- in regulation to like tie it or win the game. It was real close, back and forth. I'm pretty sure all three of those guys played in that game. Hard to remember. I mean, it's only been seven games uh, that the the three of those guys have played together. Seven. But I think definitely Milwaukee has more than they've had in the past two years, as far as just talented the the yeah, level I mean, of, the level of talent on their team. Uh, DiVincenzo has taken a step up this year with, without a doubt in my mind, uh, he's a much better player than he was the last two seasons. Um, and yes, of course, Drew Holiday's very, very impressive. Middleton's still doing his stuff. Um, PJ Tucker, I think is, is settling in. Uh, he's not, he's not, he's not playing that much and he's not producing that much, but I do think he's going to come in pretty handy when it comes to playoff moments. PJ. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I think they have what it takes to win a championship. I think they have what it takes to come out of the East. I just don't know if they have enough to beat Brooklyn Mm -hmm. (laughs) when Brooklyn's all there. And I think that's the same thing for any name, any team in the East. I think that's what it comes down to. Does Philly have enough to beat Brooklyn when Brooklyn's all there? And, and that's the big, that's going to be the huge question mark for the entire rest of the season and playoffs is who's the healthiest will. (laughs) Yeah. Will the nets have those three guys? And if the answer is yes, I, I do think that they're going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals and have a battle against Philly. I mean, the hater clips in me wants to see them fail so bad. Sure. I don't want Brooklyn. I really don't. I don't know why I don't want to see them win. Actually, I do know why. I do know why. I don't I just I don't like James Harden, I guess. Maybe that's what it is. That could be it. That could totally be it. And, you know, Blake, Blake being on there. Blake's on and the I team. I love Blake, man. DJ's on the team. Hey, question. Yeah. What is up with Anderson Verjao? Getting <laughs> signed by the Cavs. Like, I understand the olive branch and like, okay, you want to retire a Cav, but where have you been, bro? He's 38 years old. Where, where did this come from? Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember the last time. He, wasn't he on the Warriors? Warriors last, was his last team. The last team, like three years ago or something like that. Did he get a ring? I can't remember if he lost. If it was he, if he was on the, yeah, the Cleveland year that they lost. To, and it's hard to remember, but mm-hmm. yeah, that is weird. Uh, especially because Verjao, I mean, sure, like he's kind of like an emotional uh, fan favorite mm. for Cleveland because of like the effort that he put in. But you know, I don't think they're going to retire his jersey or anything no, like that. No, I just think there's so many other players, like young guys, that you could bring in. I don't know the reason behind it. And there's no fans. Like he's not going to get a standing O. That's the weird part, right? It's like why now, 38. I mean, sure, maybe, maybe. I mean, they're they're maybe they are trying to fill some seats in the stands. I guess, but it's not going to be Anderson Verajal. <laughs> yeah, who's like bring D Wade back out or right. something? <laughs> yeah, who's 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 like, you know, honey, I'm thinking about buying some tickets for the Cavs this weekend. I'm just not sure. Oh my God, Anderson Verajal. Andy's I'm, playing. I'm definitely buying tickets, honey. Get my jersey. Get my Verajal jersey out of the closet. I'm going to throw that on. We're going to go down to the to the what is that? Quick quick and quick and loans arena. <laughs> And I'm going to watch my boy Anderson take four charges 
and have uh, a rebound and three turnovers. I just thought that was so weird, especially to end the season. Like, hey, that's cool. I mean, it's cool. I think it's cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like that the Cavs are you know reaching out to people that or to players that meant something to the city and and meant something to the fan base. Uh, and look, maybe they don't have they're not bringing LeBron James back anytime it's not soon. Not going to be LeBron. Kyrie's not coming back anytime nope, soon. So never. they're like. Well, you know, Kevin Love's been really weird, so maybe we'll just bring Verjao back God. and we'll play him instead of Kevin Love. I was talking to our boy Spence the other day, and I'm yeah. like, I'm over K Love. Jesus, I'm God. just so over K. What, right what does he want, man? He wants out. Like, okay, and you know what? He'd be great in Portland. Awesome, but nobody's gonna take the contract. It's gonna have to be some. It's gonna have to be like the Blake deal, dude. It's gonna have to be. Yeah, it seems like, and and honestly, I think Blake playing as good as he has. Mm-hmm is providing value for Kevin Love mm-hmm. because Kevin can go, see, this is what I can do. I can do Watch this, me. I, I can do this. <laughs> Somebody pick me up. I can do what Blake Griffin's doing for your team. Uh, so it's, it's beneficial for, for Kevin to see Blake uh, dunking again. But the... Yeah, miraculously, his knees are just fine. Oh, he's fine. He had a crazy tip dunk in that game. He did. Yeah, against, against Milwaukee. Um, but I, for Kevin, you know, I think he, he has to realize... Man, maybe I shouldn't have signed that huge money deal with Cleveland if I really didn't like Cleveland and really thought this would be a fun place for me to live for four years, regardless of how good or bad the team is. But at the same time, he should be looking at his bank account being like, you know what? Could be worse. I could stay. Could 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 be a little bit worse. Yeah, we're bad. But you know what, man? I just uh Did we talk about that play, the inbounds play on our last show? Or I don't know. I don't know if we actually talked about his play, but I I'm it's old news now. It is, it is. He you know, he he taps the ball into play directly into play into the opposing team for a layup and just kinda lets pouting. Them, just pouting. Mm-hmm. And look, man, that's obviously not the energy you want on a rebuilding team, a team that's gonna take a lot of losses. Um for a while. Yeah. And so I do think the way that James Harden exited Houston, I think you know that that type of energy is going to be tried and tested by a lot of different players. But that's not that, Kevin Love, though. No, but that's I agree. Even. But it but it also it doesn't. What it does is it gives a precedent of going. Well, I'm just not going to play. I'm you know I, you guys can keep paying me, but until you get me a, a, out of here, I'm just going to be this guy who turns the ball over on purpose. And I've never and seen that pouts. in a game, Drew. I've never seen anybody do that in a game ever. Uh, I can't remember. He backpedaled the next day and apologized. Well, like, of course. And I get it. There's nothing else you can do but apologize for that moment. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if if the defender had turned his head, it would have the ball would have didn't hit a three. Yeah, it, the ball would have <laughs> <laughs> the ball would have just gone out of bounds, or it would have gone to you know, Garland or whoever he was trying to throw it into. And it wouldn't have been that big of a news, mm-hmm. right? Because the big it was the big play was okay. Yeah, he was pouting, but it was because it immediately led to another bucket. That that you know that made the big. I would have been headlines. livid if I was the coach. Yeah, so man. I mean, bigger stuff has to be irate, and so you're look, the vet on that squad. I don't understand whatever leverage Kevin Love was trying is trying to gain. I don't understand. What, that's not the way you get it. That's what I'm saying. Like that, doing that is bad for any team watching you. Any potential team that goes, well, yeah, you know, maybe maybe we could add Kevin Love in the offseason. Maybe we could make a trade for him. Mm-hmm. I think he could round us out or whatever. Maybe Miami was like, well, fuck it. Like we can we can burn a year on him because Giannis didn't come this way. We have cap space. Like fuck it, let's add Kevin Love. But then you then Pat Riley sees him do that, and you go, well, you yeah. know what? I maybe not. We're mm-hmm. probably not going to add that guy. So. That was just a bad move altogether. And I think what he said, though, like he can bring value to a team making a run for the playoffs. I totally agree with I, that. 100%. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. But, 
you know, like Dallas could use him because oh. Porzingis is never on the floor. Does I mean, he play in the NBA anymore? I don't. I don't know. What he the play, hell? He That's why I want to see Dallas in the playoffs. <laughs> I just, I do think that would be an interesting way out of Porzingis for Dallas. Mm. Right. That's an interesting way out. You don't lose a lot. Great idea. You don't Drew. lose a lot there if Kevin Love can stay healthy. Both are problematic for injuries. And there's rumors that, that but both provide virtually the same kind of game. For Luca and yeah, I'm beating Luka, you to it. Luka, you are beating me to Luka it. Luca and Porzingis are not they're, they're not happy with each other. Well, Cuban calls it dust ups. <laughs> Cuban and I'm sure every team has dust ups. Oh, of right? course, of course. But I think that's a great call. Have you heard that before? Or no, just came that's up with Drew it on call? the spot. You had two Drew calls today. Just came up with that on the spot. I like it. The money probably works. I think right? it's close. Yeah, I think I think Love is you know paying is getting paid more than Porzingis, but it's close. Mm. And look, man, that that's fun for Cleveland too. Like. KP is, sucks for KP. KP is exciting though. I mean, when when he plays, it's exciting. I totally get it, and he gets me every time. Every time he's out there, and I see him hit like three threes in a row, I'm like, "Fuck this yeah. guy, man!" The seven footer, he could, just seven jacking. foot three. He's the right. third tallest player in the NBA. Doesn't like to touch the paint though. No, 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 no. Does, no. He's no. allergic, allergic to paint. <laughs> no, 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 no. He doesn't do that. But that, hey, who knows, man? Cuban, if you want me in the front office, I'm available. That's a good call. We're a package deal, Cuban, just to let you know. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you saw this or not, but I had to literally rewind my television the other night after Clippers beat uh, the Raptors. They're interviewing Kawhi after the game. And I was, I don't know what I was, I was cleaning up or I like. I think whatever. I know what you're talking about. And they were talking about, Kawhi was talking about his new music project yeah. with NBA Youngboy and Rod Wave, who I love. I love Rod Wave. We'd have, we've played his songs, which we're not allowed to do anymore. Um, on our show and i'm just like wait what did Kawhi just say he's dropping bars what are we doing like you're rapping now i am so curious to hear what this is like is he just gonna do like a monologue like an interlude or is this dude really gonna spit is he rapping is he gonna be like dylon 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 and spit fire dude straight fire i it would be funny because i i can only imagine him rapping in a very monotone like yeah this is Kawhi. i am so fly i got Uh five fingers in my I, <laughs> I'm that guy. Yeah, the fun guy. Fun guy. I just I can't imagine him bringing any kind of like energy or flavor. Like if you if you said I'll give you five hundred bucks to name the one, the one NBA player, the one NBA star that's going to have a music project this summer. Denzel Valentine. Well, I heard I heard um, <laughs> Valentine's got bars. <laughs> I heard uh, your boy. What, what's his new nickname? What are we calling him? Beats by Dre. Dre Beats. Dre Beats. Yeah, Dre Beats. And I heard he could spit bars. Is that right? And then he, him, and Kyrie are really tight. They're like BFF. Interesting. Uh, what am I calling him? Beats by Dre. Dre Beats. Dre Beats. I gotta, I gotta put this in my head. <laughs> hey, Beats by Dre works too. It does, but, but it's, it's already trademarked. It's Dre Beats. Dre yeah, Beats. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But and then Dre Beats said the best bars are by Kyrie. Wow. Kyrie's got the bars. Well, we saw Kyrie's project this off season for a second. Oh, was that on the live on the IG uh-huh. live? He did. That's yeah, true. Yeah. No, but if you would have said five hundred bucks, Kawhi, like, Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> I just don't get it. I, I so it, so we didn't get any any sound clips or leaks of the no, track, no. right? I love Rod Wave though. I'm not an NBA young bo- young boy guy, mm-hmm. but I am a Rod Wave guy. Mm-hmm. So there's gonna be melody. I'm excited about. I'm excited to hear this. Do we know when? Like when is the drop date? Hopefully, look, whenever you guys get look, bounced. Whenever I don't you know get bounced what it is. the playoffs, I don't know what it is about the Clippers, but Sergi Baca dropped a single yesterday. No, he did. Oh, not. he did, and it's like Nigerian stuff. <laughs> I and love like, that. And I, and I got tagged a lot by Clipper fans, and I'm like, can this just wait until July? Why are the projects happening now? You're supposed to be working on coming back and playing for us. You've missed 30 games, homie. What are you doing? 
He's in the booth. He's in the booth. I- Ibaka's in the booth. Man. He dropped a. Ni- it's a Nigerian single, which you uh, know, I love that. That's it, fantastic. It's probably dope, and it's, it's good for your brand. I wish can, we could take him out with that. This one. is. I know. That, <laughs> can you just imagine? Um, oh shit! I just, I just, you know, this is what the off season's for. I yeah, this is shocking to pursue these kind of things, and I don't see Kawhi. This is so funny. It, right? This is such a Clipper thing. What? I know. That, uh, like with six games left in the season. That's and then what's going to happen is Luke Kennard's going to drop a country song. <laughs> He's going to drop some. And I guess that's all he listens to. Kennard. That's what he listens uh, to. Not surprised. Shocking. By that. Not surprised. Like, at all. can we just focus on winning a championship, guys? I'm going to have a freaking heart attack. That is so funny, dude. Oh my god. Um. I just I don't know where is this coming. I don't from? know, dude. Ty Lue has to shut this. Tighten shi- the ship. He has to tie. He has to tie this all the way down. I totally agree. You cannot be in the booth. No. With six games left and talking about your anticipated Nigerian single <laughs> slash feature, uh, when 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 the third seed is in contention I, and, and you haven't played a game and you're almost losing, mm-hmm. you're almost losing these games. They're coming down to the wire. A totally lot of agree. them. <laughs> this is wow. It will be so funny if Kawhi just drops his uh his new single or whatever his feature and then like the day that you guys get bounced like like he's just waiting waiting for the playoff exit there's a caveat though okay what's the caveat it's for mamba and the mamba sita oh i love that i love that. so there is some you know something behind it which i wanted i didn't even have this in my notes but seeing all of the players mm-hmm. Kyrie bought the whole squad the mamba sita jump jumpsuit is that what they call them now what is it sweatsuit jumpers yeah, whatever it's I called. I don't know what it is. 250 bucks for the suit. For oh, the, sure. For the legs and the, the hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I saw all around the NBA. Chris Paul was rocking it. All the Nets were Candace rocking Parker it. Candace Parker was wearing Candace it. Candace was rocking uh, TNT. it. I think it's great. So it's not like Kawhi woke up in the morning and said, yo, Rod, let's drop it. Let's drop I'm a finally suit. ready. <laughs> right. So there is proceeds. I'm feeling it today. <laughs> it's all going to Mamba and Mamacita. So it is for something. Well, I have to say with you know the NBA no longer testing for, for weed anymore. Do you think Kawhi blazes? I think everybody blazes. You in think the Kawhi blazes? Though. I do think Kawhi blazes. You think so? Yeah, I think I think you're you gonna. You can't just say every NBA player blazes. No, no, no. I'm sure. I'm sure there's a few that that don't. But I, especially since they've relieved those restrictions, I know that a lot of guys are have been using CBD for mm-hmm. a while. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine those ones might also use the THC portion from time to time. Uh, but I, if I have to call it, this might be my third call. I think I'm calling Kawhi starting his his freestyle, his little flow with the lighter click, Lil just Wayne? like just like Lil Wayne. <laughs> nah, dude. Nah, I'm just so curious. Fun guy, and I'm so pissed that we're not gonna be able to play the song. Well, you know what? We can play it on our page. We can we can get the rights to it, and then we can play it. That's very true. We can talk to the producers, and, and then we can play it. But hey, uh, Clippers championship or not at least you got some fire music coming out no, of we're winning squad. a championship <laughs> this is this is our this is our window right here um i'm uh, i'm bomber's also branching out into uh music now i think this is the next thing bomber's going to start his clipper clipper nation uh music brand and uh his, his his record label i think it's coming bomber bomber sees a good thing bomber beats bomber beats <laughs> love it uh one of our listeners in the homie and uh easy in the breeze he's dope guy uh, we talk a lot through DM, and he's like, "When are the Clippers going to get a uh, like their own arena?" I'm like, "Dude, four years. Like, it's going to be built 2025. I think we have it coming." He's all, "Bro, they're building you, it now." He's all, "You should go there," and he's all, "You should cut yourself and rub your blood in the dirt so you set so you set the foundation for yourself." And wow, like, that's that's dark, that's but intense. I like it. That's intense. I really like the idea. 
I think you know maybe a vial of blood is an easier way to do just that. Bury it. Sounds really yeah. It sounds like you can get it. He infected. got graphic. You, got, you can get infected if you do something like that. <laughs> to rub by bleeding yeah, hand in the yeah, dirt. Yeah. Um, Russell Westbrook three games away from from getting the Oscar Robinson Oscar Robertson's record. Uh, Oscar wants him to get it. There's six games left. Can Russell do it in the next six games? I'm going all in and saying yes. So yeah, I think without a doubt, Russ is definitely going to get. The triple double record. I, I, if you're a betting man, he's going to do it in the next six games. I think he's definitely going to try and finish that before the season is over, uh, so that he takes the all time record. And I mean, the way that he's been playing, it just lends itself to the fact. I mean, like, look, the 2020 game, uh, 20, 20 plus rebounds, 20 plus assists for a six four guard, uh, unbelievable. And he's going to continue to do that. I think the only thing that may let him down is if guys start missing shots. But if you're passing the ball to Brad Beal. Mm. He's usually making it. So I, I would say I have full confidence, just as you do. He's definitely going to try. He's going to try to get it done. It, it Maybe he falls short, but, I mean, recently, dude, he's just been his stats have been insane. I want the Wizards in the playoffs. I really, They're in. They're going to no, be I in. I know, but I want them after this play-in. Oh, yeah, so you want them to come out of the play-in I tourney. Do. I do. Which they could. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, look, you know, right now, as it sits, <laughs> as we talked about, maybe it was two pods ago, uh, or maybe it's just last one. But the Boston Miami thing—they just keep flip flopping back and forth, six and seven mm-hmm. seed. Um, you know, I think I think there's a really good shot that the Wizards, with all their momentum, and the Pacers are just a shell of what they were. You know, six months ago, uh, they started the season out so I think with a lot of promise, and of course, the, all the moving pieces for their squad and the new head coach is not working out. Not working out at all. For the Pacers. He's uh, definitely gone. I think he's probably mm. going to part ways so Who's going to be fired first, Luke or Bjorken? Bjorken. Luke, sure. Luke is Luke is providing some Stop. wins. Dude, the, 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 the Kings are on a five-game win streak right mm. now. Luke, are they? Luke knows how to keep his job. Okay. End on a winning streak, Luke. <laughs> okay. <laughs> End on a winning note. Uh, I would have my money on Bjorkren being fired before Luke Walton. I would, I, but shit, dude, could happen the same the same day, <laughs> the very same day. Um, and look, I I don't think you would bet on any other team outside of uh, the Heat or the Celtics uh, to to beat the Wizards right now in, in that in the way that that's all unfolding. Uh, the Hornets, you know, who knows? But they're just banged up, dude, and and they're gonna be they're gonna be trying to find their footing in those playing games that they're going to have to play. LaMelo's um, back, though. LaMelo's back. Hayward's still out, I think. I don't think he's back on the court yet. Uh, Monk, I think, is coming back, too, soon. Um, so, you know, I think – but Bridges is out uh, 10 to 14 one. days uh-huh. with COVID tracing, uh, COVID protocols or whatever they call that now. Still don't get I it. I should know what it's called. But should know. I, yeah, it's we've had it, we've had so many of them, so many players out with it. I, if I had to put my money on it, I, I think the Wizards are going to make it out of the play-in tournament and, and squeeze into that eight seed. Um, and, and whoever, I think if it's Celtics or if it's the Heat, I think they'll win their game to lock in the seven. And then the Heat, so it would be the heat, Wizards. Heat, Hornets, Pacers, Wizards. Right. So we get a Wizards Heat play-in, right? Potential. No, but, no, no. It's, it's, it's seven. Seven, eight. Seven plays eight and nine plays ten. Right. Right. So seven and eight right now is Miami and Charlotte. Yeah. And then Pacers, Washington. Right. So Washington, if Washington can win yes. and Miami can win, we get a Wizards, Heat, play. F- if Miami wins, mm-hmm. oh, okay. they're in. Right. Then So then the Hornets drop. So okay. then the Hornets have to play the Wizards, and that's who I think. I think the Wizards win that game. Okay. I, I do. Excuse me. Uh, so I think it, I think it's, it might, we might get a, a fun uh, Philly, Philly DC series. Mm. 
Uh, we keep it in the DMV. Is that a hallway series or no? It's close. Close enough. It's close. Um, my boy Anthony Edwards and Edwards dropped 42 last night. Is it Mello? LaMelo, excuse me. We don't call him Mello. Mm. Is it LaMelo or is it Anthony Edwards for, for Rookie of the Year? Who do you got? LaMelo has just been so impressive. He's been out, though, for doing this thing about the games. No, I agree. I, I He's been so impressive to me. So is Anthony, though. Anthony Edwards dropping 42 is fantastic, and LaMelo hasn't done that, right? So, And also, like, the highlight dunks. I, I really enjoy Anthony Edwards. Me, too. I think and he's going to be a superstar. I have no skin in this game. I don't care who Me wins either. it. I just think LaMelo is the better basketball player than Anthony Edwards. And I like his game more than I like Anthony Edwards' game. They're, they play differently, obviously. Melo is definitely more of a point guard. Anthony is just like, I'm going to shoot the ball every time you pass it to me. Uh, and that's how you get 42 points. Right. <laughs> but his talent and his athleticism is undeniable. I, so, look, I, for me, I think LaMelo is the rookie of the year. But I'm totally fine with Anthony Edwards winning it because he has been more durable this season. You know, watching them, I, I still can't believe they're so bad. When you have Cat and like D'Lo's back now and just watching Anthony Edwards, I'm like, they got something special. If you can keep that dude there, they're still just not fun to watch, though. No, no. they. I, they it's crazy, too, because I just remember at the beginning of the season, I was just like, that looks okay. Didn't but you say they were going to be playoffs? Did you say they would be in the playoffs? No. no I you said, didn't when we did our preseason? I, th- I thought they might be the worst team in the NBA. Oh, maybe that was it. Because I, I, we were talking about OKC being the worst, and I said no. I said they're not going to be the worst team in the NBA. OKC's bad. They're, and they're, but they're intentionally bad. Like right. they sent home Al, Al Horp. They, they were good, and they had to tell players to stop right. coming to the gym. And they're in a great position with with 1,000 picks, right? <laughs> and, and this is going to be a good draft too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to get somebody good. Yeah, I think, I think that's the fun part projecting now like towards the draft. We're going to have all the draft conversations coming up as the season comes to a close. I just think it would be awesome for them to land Cade Cunningham. I would love to see mm-hmm. OKC, you know, use those picks, trade up to the number one spot or whatever. I think Cade's going to go number one. It really does depend on where the lottery, you know, where, how that all unfolds with the lottery. But uh, I think that guy would just be awesome for them to have on their team. You run Shea and Cade Cunningham together on the offensive end. I just, I think that would be awesome. But that's way projected down the road, and, and who knows what also, they're going to have to do to get there. You can use those picks for a free agent, too. Those things are coveted. Those picks are what everybody wants right now. Right. right. Well, yeah, you, not for a free agent. But, yeah, you could use those picks to trade for a, for a legit player. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, who knows how quickly Sam wants to push the like the rebuild button. Like I think he might want to drag this out because, remember, GMs, their job security is pretty low. And, you know, if you if you underperform or you're not or you overperform and then the next season you underperform, mm-hmm. you're, you can be fired. We've seen it happen all the time. And so as long as Presti has these picks, it's tough for the owner to go, uh, let's get rid of this guy because he goes, well, hey, look at look at all this stuff. I mean, we're still pretty good. And look at all these picks I have. Like, let me work with this. Let me build. Let me do this. So I would be I would be shocked if he goes in all in next season unless he actually identifies, you know, some really key players that. Honestly, Oklahoma is not the best, you know, most flashy destination for NBA players. Would so, you rather be in Oklahoma or Cleveland? Cleveland. You think so? Uh, by the water. Mm. Cleveland by the water? Mm. I think o- Oklahoma, you get you get tornadoes and shit down that way. Hotter girls in Oklahoma, though. Um, yeah, Maybe. I would imagine. I mean, it's colder in Cleveland. That's, I think, generally. Mm. I know I know in Oklahoma, it gets pretty cold, too, at times. But I, I like being tornadoes near, near a body of water. I would rather, yeah, I'd rather deal with snow and blizzards than tornadoes. Than tornadoes, yeah. tornadoes that, that scares the shit out of they me. They do, right? Yeah, just the thought. They of just pop out of nowhere, they man. Do. They just pop out of <laughs> and nowhere, and then it's just like the siren goes off. You get a text message. I know, like go get go to, in your bunker. Go get to the basement. 
go get to the fucking tornado bunker and hopefully you got some canned corn down there. Oh man. Hey, uh, I wanted to say something quickly. I know I brought up one of our listeners easy in the breeze, uh, but one of our day ones, dude, Timmy, my boy, Tim rummage, biggest NC Homer of all time. Uh, he sent me a DM today, uh, saying that he started his own podcast. It's called the rummage sale podcast. Oh, funny. Um, I like that name. He said we inspired him, dude. He's like, I want you guys inspired Love me it. to do it. He's into a whole bunch of shit. It's like comic books and wrestling and cool. Danny green. I remember I bring him up. He's a big Danny green guy. Good for um, him. So anyways, if you can check out his podcast, we wanted to plug you, dude. You know, congrats, buddy. Support who supports you. You support us. We appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry about the harsh words uh, on the Hornets there. Because he's probably going to be upset that I'm picking the Wizards over over his Hornets. He to might, but that's okay. Yeah, and he's got a good voice. I listened. I listened to like his intro today. I'm like, bro, you have a really good voice. Nice. So, so you know, good luck with that. And if you need a, anything from us, let us know. Um, for everybody else, basketballnews.com. Check us out. Uh, our boy Rex Chapman's been pumping out a bunch of podcasts. Alex Kennedy, Dishes and Dimes, Spencer Davies, Eton Thomas, James Posey. All these great pods. This this is our network. Um, check out the website. We drop content every single day. Um, do you have anything, Drew? Uh, no, I just, uh, God, God, please bless the Lakers over these next seven games. Let us win three or four of them and avoid the seven seed. Because, man, I tell you what, the hypocrisy of LeBron at times, <laughs> it's, it, it's part of what makes it difficult for root for oh that man. Oh my, how the turntables turn. <laughs> <laughs> it is it's another reference guys if you don't know that that it's that is the major part of why i have struggled to fall in love with lebron as he's moved to the lakers man it's just been a difficult it's a difficult pill to swallow at times i have no excuses for why he doesn't want to be in the playing game all of a sudden uh other than the fact that he he's like oh shit that was a bad idea because now we could be essentially two games out if we fall to seven we could be two games out of the out of not making the postseason so yeah uh dear god Please bless the Lakers. Thank you. Big Trouble in Little Staples, episode 187. So follow through with Clips and Drew, and we're ghosts. Let's go Clips. Dallas, please lose a couple games. You know what it is. You know what it is. You know where you're at. This is the fall.